The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. What are we to do? It's the question that uh, those early uh, people that heard the disciples speaking asked. And it's a question that uh, now that as a college chaplain, you know, I already knew this, I think, but it was just reaffirmed in this whole year. This is a question. What are we to do? What am I to do? What am I supposed to do? Is a question that gets asked so much by college students, right? It could be uh, summer jobs. It could be uh, where someone's to live. It could be uh, their major. Uh, it could be weekend plans, uh, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. And I think with this lack of commitment that our generation really suffers with, you add that together, and it causes people to ask that question, what am I to do? What are my options more and more today? Combine that with placing our happiness in passing things, and it's no wonder that we struggle more than ever with anxiety, and it's increasingly difficult for people to actually be content. All it can take sometimes is just a bad day, maybe even a positive thing. It could be an inspiring story from someone else's life, or it could be a passing thought that gets us to ask that question almost on a daily basis. What am I to do? And on this World Day of Prayer for Vocations, on this Good Shepherd Sunday, I'm reminded of, of two particular times in my life where that question came with an urgency. It came with a, a great conviction. And that first was in my eighth semester of college. I was um, in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, working uh, an internship uh, for architecture. And biking home from work one day, I, I reflected on the fact that I, I had everything that I would ever really want. I mean, everything from a career to time to myself to the girl back home, everything seemed to be what it should be for my happiness. But I came to the realization that there was still something missing. Something cut me to the heart and made me ask the question, what am I to do? Fast track ahead then, 
to, ironically enough, as I reflected on this morning, my eighth semester of seminary. And what had happened in, in the fall was an advisor had, had asked me, going over these questions that everyone gets asked, you know, how, how confident you are to be called to be a priest, how confident you are to answer the call to celibacy. And this new advisor, I was responding kind of in the way I had to the old one, and the new advisor didn't like the answer, and he said, he looked at me, and he said, well, then you need to ask the question, is God actually calling you to be a priest? And so as the plane landed coming back, as the plane landed in Baltimore that spring semester, my heart began racing out of my chest. What am I supposed to do? What am I to do? Later that semester, the rector, the guy who's in charge of the seminary, was giving a a conference to everyone, and he said this. He said, men, at some point you have to stop discerning and start preparing for the priesthood. A question that I think would, would push most people in my position to utter anxiety. But instead, our Lord gave me an overwhelming sense of peace. Why? Because regardless of that question, regardless of the anxiety that had been there, I had remained constant in my prayer, waiting for God to answer it instead of allowing myself to get caught up in the ifs and the buts. And so it was that commitment to God, that trust in God, that gave me the confidence then to accept His will. And on this Good Shepherd Sunday, I think if we were to to, to boil it all down, it's just that. God asks us to trust in Him, and those pressing questions of our life then will find answers. But all of us are being called to in our vocation, regardless of if we've entered into it or not, or if we're still discerning what God is calling us to. Regardless of it, it begins by asking what God wants. Begins by turning the answer to that question from what do I want from a selfish baby question to a selfless question. Because no matter what vocation we're called to, no matter what vocation that we are living, as St. Paul tells us, or St. Peter tells us in our second reading today, for to this you have been called to suffer for doing what is good, and in this you will follow in God's footsteps. No matter what vocation that we're called to, it is an irrevocable commitment to another. It's not, what do I want to do for my sake, but rather it's, what am I being called to do? And in giving of ourselves, we begin to find the life that God has destined for us. Because a vocation is not a profession. That would be a pretty lackluster life. Because a vocation prepares us for eternity. And I think students, oftentimes we get lost in that. Thinking, what does God want me to do? Does he want me to be a nurse? Does he want me to be this? Does he want me to be that? But the primary question is the first vocation for all of us. And that is the call to holiness. And when we begin responding to the call to holiness and placing our trust in him, then the answers to the profession, the answer to our particular vocation, follows with greater ease. So if we desire less anxiety in our life, if we desire more direction in our life, then we have to accept that call to holiness and place our trust in the Good Shepherd. Because while it sounds too good to be true, as Christ tells us today, He is the gatekeeper. He protects us. He doesn't want us to live in anxiety. 
He doesn't want us to live suffering. He doesn't want us to live a miserable life. And he will not call us to something that will not yield us happiness. No, he has destined us for a particular vocation. And he gives us the freedom to accept it or to reject it. And we should, we should trust in that freedom. And if we place our hope, we place our, our confidence in him, then as the gatekeeper, he will not only protect us, but he will reveal to us the time and the manner by which we are to pursue that very answer. Because when we follow and listen to the Good Shepherd, then as Psalm 23 tells us, then there will be nothing that we shall want. And so my brothers and sisters, when we commit ourselves to the Good Shepherd, we shall fear no evil. Christ desires, as he says in the Gospel today, that we have life and that we have it abundantly. Our Creator, the Good Shepherd, will not lie to us. Place your confidence in Him. Commit to Him in prayer and in sacrament, and all of life's decisions will find greater clarity. And so I want to end then with this quote of St. Catherine of Siena, whose feast day we celebrated yesterday. She was courageous in her vocation. At a time when culturally women, their voice wasn't as regarded as, as men's, she spoke up to the Pope to call him out, to call him to greater holiness, And she was the one who can be an example for us. She said, God, you could give me no greater gift than the gift of yourself. For you are a fire ever burning and never consumed, which itself consumes all the selfish love that fills my being. Yes, you are a fire that takes away the coldness, illuminates the mind with its light, and causes me to know your truth. If we abide in the Good Shepherd, my brothers and sisters, He will be the cause by which you understand the truth of your own life, the truth of who He's called you to be. And when you enter in and you accept that call of our Lord, when you live out your vocation well, you will become, as St. Catherine said, who God made you to be, and you will set the world on fire.